0: What it is, what's up? Got your podcast in the cut. Uh, I feel I don't know how I feel about doing this. So, here's my excuse initially. So, WandaVision episode finale, I wanted to do uh, something about this from the jump. I did. I swear to God, I did. The same uh, the day before it dropped, I got the vaccine and it just messed me up for that entire night so then, then you know the morning of i'm watching it i'm like i don't feel like i'm in a condition to do this so i put it off and then a week later i was like okay well i could do it now you know maybe make like a you know uh after the the, the smoke clears and let me get a more clearer thought of things then do it then so now it's march 20th 15 days later and we'll try it out you know but to make it more pertinent to the time i'll try to cut some of the at the moment stuff off and try to transition to how I hope things go after this. I'm not a MCU like stand or anything. Like I have watched some of the major movies. I think it's most of the major movies, but I'm not exactly inclined onto everything they plan on doing in the future, all the different phases, yada yada. But I I think I can get a a general good idea about what I wanna say. So I'll do that after the break. Okay, so the biggest thing I think that I want to cover, i, mean, I try to put it in maybe categories. because so I, I think a, a multiple, multitude of my points kind of beat the same general drum. So we'll start with um, cinematography, I guess. Uh, initially, and I think it was more so with the fight between um, Scarlet Witch and Agnes, um, or Ag- Agatha, you know, whichever one you want to go with. Um the i guess i would call it cgi you know the the effects the the power effects uh from cheesy um i wasn't a big fan of that you know the the rays and all that I just was not a massive fan of that um i think this is probably off the top of my head probably the most like exclusively light beam or ray usage that has been used in a fight because these are not like two punchers right at least it's not iron man against Thanos, you know it's not one a uh, uh, vision against you know white vision this is two people who use magic and in, in that there was some cool things that happened but for the most part um i mean it i don't know what I've, i imagined between two you know females that have not shown like like fighting, like, I mean, even in you know, all the years, one has been a character. She's like not much hand to hand combat. And then, you know, Agatha like, she's like 50. So I'm like, what can you do? Uh, <laughs> so, that, you know, I, I don't know what I expected, but I wasn't a massive fan of that fight, and especially the, the Rays. Oh, uh, Vision Against White Vision was well done. Um, I mean, look, just like uh, any A tier Marvel movie. Um... You know, game, uh, the warren game, the Avenger series. I mean, it looked like they put a lot of love and care into it. And I would say, just to extend the argument, I mean, I think this was probably what a lot of people um, were saying in moments earlier. It just looks like movie-level effects and, and, and shooting. Uh, all things are going to making a movie. I mean, it looks professional. I mean, it looks not, not like they're sacrificing budget or anything like that for the sake of you know, just putting out a, um, a cheaper product. I mean, it looks amazing. And I think that it's going to pay off more with, for, I'll say for one thing, you know, I don't want to reference it too many times because I just haven't watched it yet. But the Falcon and, and Bucky, I'm not going to say the whole title, but Bucky and the Falcon, those are two more action-oriented figures. And I, from what I can tell, their there's little mini-series is going to be probably more action oriented less dialogue and exposition heavy maybe our exposition will still be done just in a different way but definitely more fighting will probably occur and more action flying and such uh so that's something to keep in mind we'll see if they still choose to hold that level of quality up those moments um let's see what else i have on this list oh yeah the final moment vision so like when the uh how should i say the dome is being closed out and it's seeping in, closing in on Wanda herself, I guess as the epicenter would. Um That moment with those, you know, with the, the R that she puts out the magic, that, that didn't look cheap at all. I don't know if they just kind of upscaled a little bit more. I don't know, but that looked a little bit better. A lot more fluid, a lot more natural. I like that a lot more. Um, then, like, the, the Yellowstone, or the, I think it's Mindstone, the Mindstone energy that was being produced looked quality, uh it looked, it looked natural, you know, like those moments with the, the energy being pushed out looked more natural to me. So I like that. Uh let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh another Agnes slash Agatha uh moment or feature. Her make her makeup. So they did a good job of like kinda de-aging flying her for the sake of I guess her being like a teen when her mom's trying to kill her and uh she absorbs energy from all those witches. She looked young there than, you know, when she was purely Agnes uh, in previous So she looked about, I'd say about, about late 30s, early 40s. Um, and then I think what they're trying to go for, you know, with the makeup as as the witch, as Agatha, you know, she kind of looks a little more gnarled and, you know, evil. And they did a good job doing that. But I think it, all, they also tried to show that when she absorbed absorbing the energy from um, the Scarlet Witch, she kind of Again, deatrifies us like a la Palpatine from the last moments of uh what was the name of it? episode nine. I don't I'm to try to think of the title, but episode nine Rise of Skywalker. And, I mean, it's an interesting choice, stylistically speaking. Um it kind of felt weird just to have her like half her age be like in question, I guess, every other moment in that series. And they don't like They don't explicitly make a connection, I think, between the energy making her more youthful, Um, which they don't have to. I mean, that's a storytelling technique to show it through effects. I mean, it's something that people have done during this time before. But, you know, I mean, just, I guess it makes it a little more, it leads you with a question, I suppose. All right, so let's talk to more plot-related things that were cool. Uh, This is going to be more a recap segment, uh, the next segment maybe. Going deep into the next future, oh, uh, vs. <laughs> Agnes reminds me of the Broken Hardy match. So yeah, uh, if you're watching, if you've watched wrestling, I guess the past few years, one of the crown jewels of the stylistic change in how wrestling occurs was the broken match between Matt and Jeff Hardy uh, when they were both on the TNA. I think it was called Pop at that moment, but TNA Impact. Um, essentially, it was kind of like a story being told. With like a few a few moments of their feud having to be displayed through actual fighting, but the fighting, which, you know, for you know, it has some relevancy here. I mean, this is a, a series built on fighting and then, you know, wrestling obviously is centered around fighting. I guess it's more surprising there, but fighting really was not just the the, the centerpiece of either quote-unquote match um the story was more important than the expedition being made and it I was kind of just like thrown in you know it was just sprinkled in um so i thought it was cool um it's 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 a good storytelling technique when you have individuals that can't really put on a really entertaining like cuffs or something to that effect uh fighting match like wb did it with undertaker and aj styles uh undertaker being you know, like 50s, like mid mid 50s by the point of this, I think like he's old as hell. He's old as hell and he couldn't really run AJ Styles too much. So they kind of stuck him in a couple of scenes where he could be optimized. That's what, that's what Marvel did with here. And this, I mean, it, it's a good, I think it was, I think it was a way better choice to really limit the amount of actual fighting between these two characters because that is something that would be entertaining. Um, and that's not like a woman take. Like, I mean, you have some very interesting captain marvel fighting moments um mcu i'm not mcu but uh fox does some occasionally cool fighting moments with women characters uh and they have a lot of those in the s-men franchise it's just i don't think these two are beholden to that type of style um vision dialogue i love that uh i mean i don't have the quote sport ahead of me but i mean vision's had quotables the entire series series and I think he saved to him, best for last. I uh, know this is going to beat that, uh, what if, what is, what's it, what is love, if not something persevering, something like that. <laughs> it's not something, what if blank, if not love, persevering. It's also going to beat that from episode nine, I believe, or episode eight. Let me see. This is an eight-parter, I think. And then, depending on some the, the episode, either way. Um, but he has some quotables and he really held it down during that last scene. Uh, you know he kind of talked no jusu white vision into um essentially extending his own lifespan uh you know he, he be he gains his memories i think um he figures out a way to 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 unlock the memories of himself back when he was like alive and not just part of extension of uh, wanda and so basically white vision who has his you know Programming Directive uh, that kind of gets overridden by the memory so he's kind of I think stuck in an impasse but he for all intents and purposes the actual vision in a way is a lot different than what I think all of us expected when it came to Endgame so I think everybody expected Endgame to be like oh well you know Shuri would just bring his him back into some different form and this is kind of I guess a different way of doing that so I like the vicious dialogue, and I like what he said to do later on in this series. I'm sure he'll come back at some point. Speaking of that, I think Agnes will as well. Uh, pretty self-evident that uh, leaving her alive was intentional. Uh, there's, Even though it was not shown here, and I'll talk about that more in a second segment, it's very evident that they intend they on having some larger mag- magical individual uh, tie-in those two Enemies slash rivals uh, into a, a bigger, larger uh, fight slash war. And will it happen, to Doctor Strange? Or will it happen, to maybe another movie in that, that series? Maybe. But it's definitely evident that uh, he. Uh, I'm not saying he. I, I, people proposed a couple of names that they wanted to be in that uh, final episode, except Doctor Strange, and we don't know who it will be. I'm not gonna say any names because I got myself um, you know big headed and thinking this and that the world of that final episode and ended up happening so you know I'm not even gonna put it out there but I will definitely say that it's gotta be somebody comparable I feel like at this point Dr. Strange as he's been built up like and most of those in terms of the world of magic that I know of uh, will probably come from a universe that has been bought by, by Marvel slash Disney. That's just my thoughts, but, you know, take it how you want to take it. Um, but yeah, I think either way, you know, leaving Agnes alive and not like just killing her or, you know, banishing her away from, anywhere away from Wanda, like leaving her in a familiar area, I think definitely uh, was intentional. I mean, if you would think about it, this was probably the most, the largest magical source um, in the entire world. It's going to leave some residue. And with that being the case, you would also ultimately think that whoever else picks up on magic, as uh, Agnes did, would probably go over and see what happened. Just food for thought. Uh, let's see. Let's see. I think it was about it. Uh, Monica. So, I was watching Geekdom. Uh, World of Geekdom, I believe, is his YouTube channel. And he was mentioning her, Monica Rambeau, interchangeably with the name Proton. So apparently, I guess there's some character in the comic lore that may also be set up by by the power donated by Scarlet Witch. I'm not sure if it's like a different setup. I'm not sure, but it's clear Monica Rambeau. And the franchise has more powers to be shown. And that's cool. You know, I I think she's a very strong character. I actually watched, um, what was it? Uh, If Bill Street Could Talk, If Bill Street Could Talk. And she uh, does an amazing job in that. And I think she also, you know, she's a good actor. I mean, she's a good actress. And the role she plays, when you think about like the uh, the <laughs> people have like, oh, we be racing this. When you think about how heavy moral positioned minorities um, in both Black Panther and that scene in uh in game, once they get like Luke Cage, you know what's gonna happen. Once they get Luke Cage back, i feel figure out what they wanna do with the Black Panther franchise. I could definitely see Monica Rambeau being inserted in and kind of having her own thing with them. Uh, probably not anytime soon, but it would definitely be interesting. But as it is, I mean, they're going to definitely build up her, her character with Captain Marvel, too. Uh, I thought Captain Marvel would be featured in this series. Um, I mentioned how many times she's been referenced. I thought the same with Doctor Strange, but, you know, what can you say? Very strong character. I, I, like, I like her backstory. I like how she was used in here. It's a launching point for her as well as... So, Scarlet which um, I'm interested. Alright, let's go on to... Kind of what I... Wanted out of this episode... And slash series. And what I kind of expect to happen... You know, later on. (laughs) Quicksilver. Okay, so Quicksilver, right? Quicksilver. That was... Oh, very funny troll by marvel by Faggy. so we buy we, we use the quicksilver from uh from fox we, we buy the likeness to to you know this universe and then we feature in you know the one guy that has had a version of him also using our universe and then we say okay let's have it to wear we fake out everybody, and we use an actor. It's just basically a dummy, <laughs> and we have him linked up with a super powerful one who basically makes it where she can create a fake brother of of Wanda's brother, you know, a fake brother, a fake brother. Beautiful troll job. I mean, just amazing. Honest to God, just fantastic troll job. And um, her. I'm not allowed to get hurt. <laughs> it didn't hurt a lot, because I was expecting something larger than just him to be mentioned in the Fox universe, so kind of in conjunction, it hurt, but that was... I actually had to look it up after the episode to make sure like, they were saying what I thought they were saying, that he was just some nobody else was given powers, and that's what it was, and I was like, this this sucks, it sucks a lot, and it did suck. Um. So no... What's his name? Um... Some people wanted Doom. That was I think that was the farthest that was least realistic. There was no Doom. Uh there was no Magneto. Uh There's another guy they wanted that, that didn't feature either. I forgot his name. Uh he wasn't there. No Strange, no Captain Marvel, no Tony Stark. Uh, I don't know. Some people I guess, you know, wanted that. I don't know. but there's just uh, such a range of kids people wanted that they ended up making it. Um yeah, that that was disappointing. Um Do I think that their storytelling would have been maybe better or worse off by including those cameos? Probably not. Um, do I think they should have sacrificed like intentionally sacrificed maybe some things they wanted to set up with the final moments of that episode to just get out um a cameo of those people? No, I would never want someone to sacrifice their direction just to yeah, you know, a couple of... I don't want to say cheap, but just a couple of easy awes and gasps. But, come on. I I, I think there's some value. Like, in her having the moment where she's doing the whole... You know, reading books. uh, Like, kind of an astral projection body. A la Doctor Strange. I mean... Why well, don't make some kind of illusion, like maybe even like just a, a card of like Strange showing her how to do that. Or you know, like some kind of loose instruction on how to do that. And you can tie that into the movie. You can tie that into the movie too, but I mean, easily, but I just don't I'm not a fan of that, man. I just don't I'm just not a a huge fan of like overhandedly like leading up not really leading the audience on but like giving them enough to write like, okay you should probably expect somebody major in like these last few episodes you're getting like nobody nobody at all i mean you gotta scroll like that that's the biggest setup to the rest of the universe and i think we think about how much we've been through in like the past year I, this is entitlement speaking i suppose on some level We think about how much you, we've been through in the past year like no marvel properties whatsoever for like the first time in a decade I mean, you could at least mention like one person. Like one, I mean, I explicitly show one person that's not in this small universe, right? But again, it's their series and they show do it how they want to do it. You know, that's what they did. But I I would have taken, I think Captain Marvel might have been a little bit more out of place um, because that would have pretty much been only to serve for maybe the scroll reference, but more evidently probably just Monica and I, I think well, maybe you could say the slap in the face because Monica is clearly supposed to be showing that she is her own character outside of the help slash appearance of Captain Marvel she be her own person right so I, I get that to some degree uh, but strange I, I didn't I mean this guy is supposed to be like on top of every magic moment uh, disruption in the universe and like he doesn't even make a pop or a peep or mentioned or anything in this, it just happens. Probably like the only two other magicians we've seen to this point I can think of. So, my it. like, like, two like relevant magicians, not like just people that trained strange, but like relevant magicians, and like they don't get any kind of mention at all in this. Okay, um, but right, yeah, I mean, I guess you. Maybe something important they wanted to say for the the you know, movie itself. I don't know, but that sucked. Uh, and then I guess to close out the you know Fox, nothing else Fox related. That that sucked. I mean, they've had the universe's rights for I believe an entire year now, if not longer. Um, and other than the actor who plays Quicksilver showing up. Which is supposed to open up a Pandora's boss, which didn't, uh, yet. I, you know, I mean, it sucks, man. It really does. Uh, the, the mutant, and then they do, like, the, um, the mutant part. They reference, basically, mutations with, uh, Monica and, and, and her DNA strains and everybody's DNA strains who got thrown into there. I mean, even after, like, literally after the, I think the, the, the episode unveiled, like they had a, a major announcement saying like, okay, well, and, um, X-Men, uh, continuity has been confirmed, but it's like, why not do that in the fucking show? I, I don't know. So that, that sucked. It just, it just sucked. It, it, it just sucked. It, it wasn't that it necessarily lessened the episode, but it just felt like blue balls, I guess. Like nothing, nothing major. It felt like blue balls. On, on his face, I mean, even disregarding that, this just was not I think a home run episode that it could have been with a cameo. Like on its own, like if I'm ignoring that there's even a chance of that, I'm still thinking to myself like this is was cool, but like largely like what will I take from this? Probably not too much, you know. Like they spent probably about what this is about a 49 minute. Production, something to that effect. They spent probably thirty minutes, kind of just still talking about everything with Wanda and and uh, you know her and Rival. And I know that like will probably have like a lot of weight later on, but like you can't tell me like you couldn't like save like four minutes and cumulative, cumulatively speaking, four minutes for our boy Strange. I guess the reason I want that so bad is that this just was not. On its own an amazing finale. It was cool. It was it was straight. It was alright. But like it was an amazing finale. It was cool. I guess I just want something. You know, I think I think I think Marvel franchises always do such a good job of running at full speed to the finish line. And this does nothing like that. This You can say at best plateaus. From episode for the penultimate episode, but I'd honestly, God, mention, argue that the penultimate episode was better than this one. I'm trying to, yeah, because the penultimate episode was when it had all the flashbacks and exposition like that. That was, from a quality perspective, definitely a better episode. Now you can have episode that doesn't have all that sappy stuff and still be better. Like I think that Infinity War had more action in the game, but you could probably argue that. You know, it was also better. I mean, you know, I, I think people would generally argue that Affinity is better in-game. And some people argue that because it was cooler, it's more memorable. Some people argue that because they thought that the action parts from in-game just were not as good. And the an expedition advantage doesn't do enough to mitigate that. I don't know. I don't really have a thought about it either one way or the other. But the point being is that this didn't have to be as expositional. To be a better episode and yet What happens is up just not Being as memorable or as good There's definitely some memorable moments that Are cool but you can't Think I think I feel like at this point You can't value or Rate a Marvel franchise Just based on what it accomplishes within It's own little pocket like If you Rated Age of Ultron based on what happened In that movie it's probably even worse Than what a lot of people consider but I think you factor in how much it's set up going forward, even at the in the moment, forget hindsight. Hindsight makes that move a lot better. If you think about what it does for Wanda. When you talking about what that movie was at the time, it was not very enjoyable whatsoever. And yet, I think it set up a lot. Um And apart from of other movies like that too, like Grand Galaxy 2. I didn't like that movie a lot, but it set up a lot. So, you know, some one way to look at it. Um but yeah, that, that's it for me. Um, I just think that after this point uh, with, with Loki and with, with um, Falcon and Bucky, I don't think those will be as emotional. I think they really want to come out with the strongest, most trendsetting and, and heart warming series first. And it kind of like, you know, Really make sure people understand these TV's, TV series are meant to be just as enjoyable in quality as the movies. Like they're meant to have the same amount of love put into them. They may not be as memorable, but like they're meant to have the same amount of love put into them. When people think about that, you know. They think about. I don't. I don't think Bucky and Falcon would have put the the this new other universe, which is separate the main universe, but this new other universe, as as um as memorable. Let me think, let me think, let me think, let me think, let me think. Loki might have been more memorable. Uh, maybe a, I don't want to say a better lead off, but I also think it just would not have been as emotional. And I think it's easier to, easier to start with something emotional and then kind of build up than it is to, you know, or, or not build up, but build in a different way than it is to just be like, oh, we have this really funny, you know, buddy cop. Franchise, and we have this other really goofy and and, uh, interesting guy that everybody loves. Uh, And here's this heart wrenching WandaVision, you know, it's like that. I I just think they, I just don't think it would have been easy to do it like that. But again, that's it for me. Um, I'm not really interested in Buddy Cop uh, Falcon and Bucky, those are not two characters I really ever was interested in. But I'll watch it maybe tonight and. Maybe the end of that series, I'll give some thoughts on it. It won't be as easy because I just don't care about what those may set up. I mean, even if it references back to Captain America, who's apparently done uh, ever being played by Chris Evans. um, I just, I don't even have a biggest fan of Chris Evans or or Captain America. I think he's uh, he's definitely a better tier than those guys I just mentioned earlier. But, like, as far as, like, Iron Man, Parker, um, Thor... I mean, Black Panther—he's not even in the same same tier as those dudes. Like he just—he's supposed to be more stoic character, so it's okay. But like, to me, he's not even the same character as those dudes. All right, peace.